0: Welcome back to the Beyond Macros podcast. We are the Sustainable Transformation Nutrition Coaches, and our show will help you on your journey to a transformation that lasts with episodes about nutrition and the all-important art of inner work. If you want to join a community of people who are also committed to creating a sustainable transformation, And even if you just want to discuss this show, we created a free group within the Beyond Macros online coaching community for you. You can join in on monthly challenges like this month's core language upgrade with last week's guest, Mark England. You can also share recipe ideas. I already got the party started there. And you can get support with your top nutrition challenges from the community. If you have downloaded our free calorie and macro calculator and haven't already received your invitation, email coaches at beyondmacros.com and we'll get you set up. If you want to take your support a step further, we also just announced our premium online coaching option. In addition to everything included in our online coaching program, this membership option gets you detailed monthly food journal reviews and feedback access to our tracking software with personalized habit programming from your dedicated coach, and unlimited macro revisions as your goals and body change. To get $10 off that membership per month for life, use code BMPODCAST at checkout. And speaking of communities, the story for today's episode began when I heard Justin LaFranco the founder of The Morning Chalk Up, talk about their organization's guiding statement that a giving community is a growing community. That phrase has really stuck with me. What also stuck with me about that phrase is it's something Justin started to realize while he was working in politics. And I generally don't think of politics as being a giving community.
1: So my background is in politics and... um Uh, I used to manage the social media channels for lots of uh, elected officials and then and also those uh, running for office. So um, what I constantly was. um, Seeing on social channels was that. It, you know, individuals who are your supporters and fans that if you interact with them and, and if you, if you, um, you know, engage with them in a, in a really smart, dedicated and consistent way, you, they began to, to kind of, um, gravitate more towards you. And, and, and they really got bought into some either ideas or the conversation at the very least that you were having online. And so, um, that kind of year, literally years long lesson that uh, that, i learned translated to me that it that that we aren't the only voices in the room we being you know the the um you know the ones with channels you know with big channels and big followings in a broad sense we're not the only voices in the room and that if you um listen and are honest and respond and reply you can build a much bigger audience and and so um that's audience building concept and mentality but that stuck with me in that look if we're if we're um sharing and showcasing other people's content we we are giving we're giving an opportunity for them to be celebrated and for them to have um uh an opportunity to be seen or to be heard uh in a way that uh, is is, they may not be able to do on their own
0: if you grew up in the u.s you know that we just moved into what has been dubbed the season of giving. And although the context of giving during this season has started to mean giving material possessions, there are plenty more ways that we can give. We can give financial support, but we can also give congratulations and celebrate our community members. We can give the gift of connection to others.
1: You know, we don't have oodles of cash just start dropping around. And and that's not the point. It's not just all about money either. Um, you know, we've helped raise money for people, um, in, in what way we could. And so no, we're not just, it's not just about like giving cash and giving money, but, but sometimes it's, you know, giving support or connecting people with another person. You know, we do that a lot, which, you know, people email us and can you connect us to, uh, this effort and organization? Sure. You want to get involved? That's great. I'm glad we could help and uh, stuff like that. So there's there's a lot to it. You know, it's a giant nest and weave now of, of how that manifests itself. But that was just kind of a, you know, sort of a first principle. Um, and, and I think very much it's still in, in, in effect today. One of the things
0: I love about the Morning Chalk Up is that they give the gift of celebrating the accomplishments of Everybody in the community, and not just celebrating CrossFit celebrities.
1: If you read a morning chakra on a daily basis, you'll you'll see that we celebrate the little successes as much as the big successes. We're all on a fitness journey of our own, and and uh, we'll see you know first muscle up PRs in there, a hundred pound clean PRs and then you'll see 350 pound clean PRs next, next to one another. And, and it's, it's more likely that we are writing a major feature story about somebody who you've never heard of before. than we are writing about somebody who's a notable games athlete or a notable personality in the fitness community. And that's, that's how that concept manifests itself. It's um, that a given community is a growing community. And that if we're, if we're, um, you know, Not working hard to be famous, if we are working hard to champion a great community and celebrate who they are and the great things that they're doing, that it will grow and not just grow for us, it'll grow for them.
0: One of the ways I have found that this idea that a giving community is a growing community manifests is in the generative nature some gifts tend to have. Some gifts tend to beget gifts. Because people tend to pay an unexpected gift forward. And this makes the whole community a better place. A story Justin told me that perfectly highlights this concept is the story of CrossFit Undisclosed. CrossFit Undisclosed is a CrossFit affiliate on the joint airbase al in Qatar. The nature of being on an airbase makes Undisclosed a unique affiliate right down to the fact that the actual affiliation has to regularly change hands. A CrossFit affiliate doesn't belong to the gym, it belongs to a person. Here's Sebastian paused to explain the situation. So there's a lot of thousands of people
2: coming and going, you know, and so really um the the I guess the ownership of the affiliate changes hands, you know, if not yearly, you know, a lot more than that. Uh, So there's always at least a level one that is in charge. Um, And so they, you know, one person's in charge and then whenever that person is supposed to come back stateside, you know, their deployment is over, they, uh, you know, physically and legally hand it off to whoever's there that they trust or that they know to carry on the torch, so to speak.
0: Another challenge at CrossFit Undisclosed is that because it is on a military base, they do not and cannot charge membership fees. They also cannot pay their coaches. This affiliate only exists due to the gifts of its members and coaches.
2: It's a different process to become an affiliate as it normally is over here, stateside. So, um it's a non-profit technically, so uh, you can't charge for services or, you know, trainings or anything like that. So everything is volunteer-based as far as the coaches and, you know, things like that, and also free of charge to any and all members that want to participate, you know, as long as, um, you know, safety and things like that are kept. So the problem with that is that, you know, funds, you know, where's the equipment come from? Um, what happens
0: if something breaks um, and things like that? And things were breaking at CrossFit Undisclosed.
2: Yeah, the the equipment, you know, we, we had Conex boxes where we stored the equipment. So just, you know, think of like military grade kind of like boxes, you know, where we would have to lock up all our equipment so it wouldn't directly rain on it overnight or, the, you know, to somewhat secured so it wouldn't get lost or stolen or whatever uh so we had a bunch of just like storage boxes um and and the rig was obviously exposed to the sun and uh the rain and all that but yeah everything was, was rusted you know uh, there was a uh, like the the benches were handmade by members there the boxes the majority of them were handmade as well but they were falling apart The app mats were, the leather was cracking and, you know, the wall balls were also coming undone. Uh, The rope, uh, there was only like one or two ropes and those were completely shredded to the point where it was giving people a rash, you know, by using it. It wasn't
0: just that the equipment was falling apart, but they lacked the equipment to do most programs and struggled to even participate in the CrossFit Open they had to go out and find a way to borrow the equipment they needed if they wanted to do the open workouts. Sebastian told me that even though things were falling apart at Undisclosed, it was his home away from home. And he wasn't alone in feeling that way. When I
2: first got there, you know, the first thing that I did was uh, uh, find the gym and try to get plugged in you know uh, I I know that being deployed and being away from my family and you know being in the Middle East like I, I didn't want to deal too much with like emotions or being away from from home and I was there throughout the holidays so like Thanksgiving Christmas and you know my birthday and all kinds of like family birthdays so I wanted to get to get plugged into a community, which is the beautiful thing about CrossFit that the community is like nothing, nothing else out there. And so um it was meaningful in the way that I found a family, I found a place that you know, to call home away from home, and
0: uh just get plugged in. Sebastian recognized that because of the nature of the situation at CrossFit Undisclosed. Between the affiliation, the lack of funds, and coaches and members turning over every nine to 12 months, that somebody needed to take initiative to make sure his home away from home could continue to sustain itself.
2: The best thing that happened to me at CrossFit Undisclosed was that I had an idea to give back, and I was able to do that. And, you know, it turned it turned into something that was really amazing and just changed the the I
0: guess the direction of crossford undisclosed for for years to come you know the way that Sebastian was able to give back was by holding a competition called the deed Throwdown and a fundraiser to make it possible to improve the facility but of course being on a military base meant there were some hoops that he had to jump through just to make this happen yeah so the GofundMe
2: campaign was attached to uh, the competition that I ran. And so the idea was to have a comp- an in-house competition that anybody on base or anybody that was there could compete in. And along with that, you know, we were going to have uh, the fundraiser. So, you know, obviously being a mil- uh, United States military base on another country, there was a lot of political um uh, i guess uh hoops that i had to kind of jump and navigate so it ended up it ended up, we ended up having to separate the uh the competition from the fundraiser uh on paper and so uh the competition ended up being just a volunteer thing a free of charge just you know if you want to compete just sign up and then you're good to go uh but then the the fundraiser was um, kind of behind the curtains really you know, on paper, not attached to the, to the, um, to the competition, but really that's where all the funds and that's where, you know, all the equipment that's there now
0: that we were able to purchase came from. And this is where the morning chalk up came in. Sebastian emailed Justin and they had a conversation about the situation.
1: And I was like, we've got to be able to step in and support them. So we wrote a feature story that just said, look, like this is something that, we should all be able to get behind there's enough of you here to be able to raise a good chunk of change for these for these men and women uh, who are you know serving our country overseas and i think it's something we should do and we're going to be the ones right first check so i can't remember what we donated but it wasn't it wasn't that much money i think it was maybe a 100 bucks and uh you know we just uh um Contributed to the GoFundMe, but you know we basically blew past the goal by you know midday that day, and um, they raised the goal and as they should have, and there was an opportunity for them to do it. It kept going for a couple more weeks. And I think total, you know, they may have raised maybe somewhere between five and six grand total. So we said, look, man, this is super cool. There are our troops overseas who are you know using CrossFit for their employment to stay in shape and to uh, to be in, in, you know, the tip of the spear. And so I was like, these guys, they don't even have, literally don't even have like boxes. They're doing it on like makeshift boxes. I can't even remember. It wasn't something, it wasn't pallets, but something else that they were using. And, and, and literally you could see like duct tape on some of the rigging. And I'm like, this is crazy.
2: Justin came in clutch and he really helped us to connect to not only for the, you know, the community to to know about us and support us, but also to connect with others like companies and, you know, just get more support, period.
0: The support Sebastian received also came from the local community at al You know, I had, I mean, like 20 20 or 30 volunteers,
2: you know, and to be honest, the majority of them weren't even CrossFitters. So the community even, you know, beyond CrossFit came together to give back from their time and their, you know, put a lot of effort in to make this happen. Why? Because they understood the big picture. You know, it was about the community. It was about the people there now and the people, the thousands of people that were going to come and that were going to be able to use the new equipment, you know, safely and, you know, uh, scaled if they needed to. And, you know, they didn't have to, you know, shy away or be nervous about it. But everything was there available for them.
0: As I mentioned at the beginning of this story, gifts beget gifts beget gifts.
2: I just I just thought that I would want to do something to leave this place better off than when i got there
0: because of the fundraiser crossfit undisclosed is now able to reach more people on the base so we had a lot of
2: uh just inexperienced people that wanted to learn so um, i was able to get a few training barbells so they could safely practice technical moves before they would move on to you know a 35 pound or a 45 pound barbell and also uh Uh, you know, um, wall balls, newer wall balls, and then wall balls that were also lower in weight for people to scale. And
0: again, you know, learn those techniques. They were also able to participate in the open without having to go off base to find equipment to do it. So I wasn't
2: there through the open, uh, but they were able to do it after I left with, with that equipment. So the, uh, during that open year, We had the rowers, which now they were able to actually use because we had them. And then there was a lot of uh, the dumbbell movements, which which now they were able to do as well because of that. And the torch has been passed on. You know, my hope and as well as Coach Nate's hope was that they will be able to use that momentum and that structure and continue to at least do that one competition yearly
0: to bring some funds and maybe even more. It was cool for me to see that CrossFit Undisclosed just had their second deed throwdown fundraiser. And the stage has been set for them to be able to continue to serve more people on the base safely and effectively. So now I want you to ask yourself, what can you do during the season of giving to help your community? And how can you give in a generative way? We just opened up our free Beyond Macros community page to both give back to everyone who listens to this show and grow a community full of learners and givers. If you want an invitation to that community, just email coaches at beyondmacros.com and we'll be happy to get you added in. If you want to stay in the loop about the greater CrossFit community and learn about opportunities to give back to that community, I highly recommend subscribing to the Morning Chalk Up at MorningChalkUp.com. And to stay up to date with CrossFit Undisclosed and to find ways that you can give to that community, you can find them at CrossFitUndisclosed.us or follow them on social media by searching for CrossFit Undisclosed. I hope you enjoyed this episode and are inspired to find a way that you can give, whether it be financial, by celebrating somebody who needs to be uplifted, or by connecting with people in your community. Any way that feels right for you, just get out there and give. And if you're interested in learning about the gift economy, it's really fascinating. A book that I enjoyed on it was Sacred Economics by Charles Eisenstein. Thanks for listening and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Much love, Beyond Macronians.